Oh, hey, Zach. Oh, I, hey. I, I, finally, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, sh- I shouldn't be too surprised. It's pretty common that you would beat me here, but I'm, I made it. I'm here. <laughs> Take a seat. Come on. Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already like a drink and a half ahead of you, so. Oh, man. I got to catch up. Yeah. Um, hey, c- can I get... You know, I'm actually going to start with some wine. Do you guys have just like a house red? Ooh. Um, yeah, I'm... <laughs> I'm I'm in a in a mood for wine, Zach. This this is unusual for me at a bar, <laughs> but this is this is where I'm at this evening. It's very classy. <laughs> All right, so right, I guess you. you typically prefer like a red wine or or what? Yeah, I'm I, I, I typically prefer a red wine. I'm I'm the kind of person who usually likes like either something obscenely like bitter, dry, or obscenely sweet. There's not oh. a ton of in, in between for me because like I like like the driest wines or the like or straight bourbon or i'm like get me a margarita or get me like you know yeah or cider yeah. it's it's extremes for me i don't like dry wines i like hmm. red wines that aren't especially dry i don't like i don't like dry wines very much i mean don't get me wrong i'm i'm a man that will drink and enjoy just about any alcohol oh yeah well uh, come on <laughs> yeah right but um yeah, I mean, I say I like dry wines, but I feel like if someone puts a sweet wine in front of me, I'm like, wait a minute, this is incredible. Why would I not choose this? So, um, I, who knows? <laughs> I think that, I think that, uh, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Usually I don't have wine ever unless I've already, I'm already pretty drunk, right? So starting with a wine for me is rare. So by the time I get around to wine at some point in the night, I'm like, oh yeah, this is incredible no matter what it tastes like. That, that, that's fair. Uh, I feel like this is unusual for me to be ordering wine at a bar. It's more like if that's what's available at my house, I might choose that. But, well, uh, what, what I mean, you, what, you just make me look like, looks like I'm on a classy <laughs> date or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, get a few more drinks in me and see what happens there. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> what are you drinking over there? Got an Alaskan amber. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm a big. I what kind of beer do you like? I'm a big amber ale guy. <laughs> I, I, if it's my choice, I'll usually choose an IPA. Uh, oh, I love IPAs too. Okay, yeah. good. I, I was, I was saying that tentatively, like, because normally when I say that, people think I'm trying to say it to impress them. <laughs> But <laughs> well, I just well don't dispel that rumor because I'm not impressed by that at all. <laughs> well, like I, I feel like I, pe- people think that somehow IPAs are for like the people who want to prove they really like beer. Yeah, but I just have some weird ass taste buds that when I first like started drinking, like I would taste normal beer. I was like, am I supposed to like this? And I was like, well, I'm not gonna try an IPA now if I if I can't even handle and enjoy a Shiner Bach or like a Bud Light like what makes me think I'm ready for an IPA um, <laughs> I but the then, same yeah but then for me at some point I tr- I was like well I'll just try an IPA and I discovered that that was the first beer I really actually enjoyed drinking and so I, I'm like the opposite of most people because I started with IPAs and then once I got used to those then I could drink more normal beers and be like oh I see the merit in this at the risk of sounding like just the the worst white man alive, just the most stereotypical <laughs> white person alive, I, I didn't follow the same exact path as you, but I uh, I didn't like beer very much at first when I first started drinking, um, but I found others before IPAs, but I think I, an IPA was what made me go from the transition of like, oh yeah, this is okay, to like, oh man, I really like beers, and I, I can tell the difference between all these different types and what I like and mm-hmm. what I don't like, you know? IPA kind of mm-hmm. set, the, set the standard for me. 
and the IPA in particular was the easy peasy. Have you had one of those recently? Oh, I it's been a while, but man, I <laughs> I missed it. A good, I mean, the, one of our friends at some point described it this way, and it's just stuck with me that like the the citrusy and like almost tangerine or what orange orange nature of it, whatever citrus fruit it is, but whatever they put in there is so pleasant, and it just makes it so easy peasy. You could say that it's just it's an instant classic. That that that's not the one, but that's one of the first ones that I love. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's, that's the first. That is that is the first IPA I ever liked. I, in fact, I've got like four in my fridge at home. Wow, I'm I'm kind of jealous. I <laughs> I should be stocking up on those. Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're fantastic. Have you been to the Deep Elm Brew? That, that's a Deep Elm beer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you have I'm, you been to that brewery? I love Deep Elm, and I love the brewery itself a lot. I've been there probably five times since okay. I moved here. Have you been? I've only been once, uh, and I loved it. I thought it was great. There's something about... I mean, I've never really had a bad time at a brewery. Like, they always right. have some kind of variety of drinks that you enjoy. It's just like a good time, honestly. And well, it, I, yeah, I love it. And it adds a certain level of sophistication that's like, no, 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 I'm getting <clears throat> drunk because I'm cultured. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on in. It's it's okay to binge drink in here within our walls. <laughs> like, have you you're, just, the- <laughs> you're just trying out... The different varieties so you get a more advanced palate like it has nothing to do with the right. fact that you're chugging down 10 beers have you done the like special deal they do i don't think so what is it they, so i think it's god i never can remember the time um it's it's on saturday afternoon it's like saturday one to three or two to four or somewhere in that time frame <clears throat> they do a thing where you show up you pay 15 dollars and they give you three beer tokens i think three or four beer tokens so 15 bucks gets you three beers and then when you leave you keep the pint glass the special like deep ellen brewery uh branded pint glass i have like five different ones at this point that is probably my number one day drinking spot in dallas okay well now we need to go there because yeah that sounds incredible i'd love to do that you know what summer's coming up the weather's nice absolutely let's do it yeah <clears throat> it's it's so fun and then so what one of the funny things about it is um almost any time i do that <laughs> i have these things that i do where um i'll go to deep Ellum and I'll, I'll go there to watch the aggie game at like 11 in the morning or i'll go there to do the the deep Ellum like brewery pint glass deal at, at noon and the next thing I know, it's three in the morning, and I've been drinking for the last fourteen <laughs> hours straight. And for most people, that sounds like a nightmare. And in the traditional sense, it probably is. It's a nightmare for my wallet. But but those are some of the most fun nights that I've ever had. It's just like the fourteen to sixteen hour binge sessions in Deep Ellum, usually starting or at some point including Deep Ellum Brewery. Big fan, big fan of those days. Mm. I mean, when it comes to, like, drinking for that long a period of time, it's, it's never something that I, like, plan to do. But, like, if it happens, <laughs> it's a pretty good time. <laughs> yeah, because, well, I mean, I've, I've kind of been, like, I don't know about you, but I'm traditionally a pretty, uh, I'm pretty good at, <clears throat> at, at maintaining a pace. Like, I, yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah. like, if I'm going to be out there all day, I'm not, it's not 2 p.m. and I'm not, like, 
trashed. I've got a really oh, good drunk sure. going, and I'm coasting. But I'm not like I'm not throwing up by by dinner time if I start at lunch. Oh, you know? for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and that's I think that's crucial for a lot of reasons. One of which is, I mean, even besides the part of like avoiding judgment and throwing up everywhere, all <laughs> being less sinful, all of that. Uh, I, th- I think important aspect of it is if if I'm accidentally like drunk by like two or three, then when I inevitably come down, I'm ready to go to bed at like five p.m. And that's no one wants that. Right. I don't think that's ever happened to me because if I can if I get a certain amount of alcohol in me, I, I could probably like last for the next seventy two hours if I just coast <laughs> at that level. That's imp- I don't think that I could, but I'm impressed. <laughs> It's not a. It's not really something to be proud of, but it's. <laughs> it, it's it, it's it's a weird balance, right? If I if I if I go out at eight p.m. and I have two drinks, then I'm I'm drooping by ten thirty. If I go out at eight p.m. and I have six drinks, then I'm I'm ready to rave until I I pass out. <laughs> uh, man, hey, uh, after this, if you want, I, there's actually this meeting of some really cool people I know at a, a church down the street. It's completely anonymous. I, maybe we should check that out. Uh, <laughs> not interested. <laughs> I only meet in non-anonymous ways. If I go in there, I'm announcing my entire social security credit card history. Oh, oh are you now? Uh, I mean, if that's the case, I feel like I need to even more insist that you join this group. For uh, I, That was kind of a roller coaster of a question because at first I thought you were inviting me to an app, like a party. Like, hey, you know, if that sounds fun, I, I know a few friends who are throwing a party. And then and then you transitioned to church and I was like, oh, is he going to invite me to church tomorrow morning? I don't know about that. And then, and, and then uh, it just pivoted to an Alcoholics Anonymous joke. <laughs> Which, okay, well, you know, I get it. Whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, I actually, I actually just downed my drink. I'm trying to decide what I should get next. Uh, probably going to go for the, uh, the Love Street, I think. I'm about oh, nice. done here. You know, I'm at a bar. There's something about drinking beer at a bar that just feels right. I think I'll get a beer. Uh, you you like you kind of slammed that wine. <laughs> Was oh, it because so? Answer me this: Was it because it was good, or was it because it was bad? Because you know, because sometimes I, you get a drink and you're like, "I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna crush this. I got to get through it. On to the let, next one." Let me put it this way, Zach: It's because I was thirsty. Uh, <laughs> what are you, a Roman? You get like a, you get like a dry throat, and you're like, God, somebody fetch me some wine. <laughs> uh, that yeah, that's that's about the. You know that that reminds me that. I just, like, recently learned that, like, sometimes the wine was so intense during, like, the Roman Empire that, like, so guards would, like, drink it on duty, but they'd have to, like, water it down with water, because otherwise they'd get way too drunk off of just, like, a little bit of wine. Well, the way, the way I, not to, not to give you a stupid-ass history lesson. Oh, I would love to hear it, because I know I understand just tell it. me I'm a dumb piece of shit, because I don't even know what I'm talking about. I, this may not be true. I, I don't know where I heard this. It was a long time ago. The way I understand it is... They their wine wasn't like the wine that we think of it. It was, but um, you would have some sort of like grape concentrate that you would ha- that you would mix with water. So you mm. you wouldn't unless you were like an alcoholic hobo on the street with a severe alcohol addiction. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of drinking hand sanitizer. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't drink that concentrate. Is any time <laughs> okay. in ancient Rome, any time you were serving wine, you'd mix it with. You would mix the concentrate with water, 
and then however much water you put in is how strong you want. I, I don't know if that's true. For some reason, that's in the back of my mind. And Interesting. I, I heard it a long time ago, but that maybe that's where that's coming from. I, I don't know. What, what, what I know is that I have followed along for some of the dumbest arguments I've ever seen on Twitter where people are arguing about whether or not it's okay to like drink wine or anything as a Christian and people <laughs> like are arguing about like what would have happened during biblical times and that there's so many people trying to claim like history lessons about like here's what the Romans did with wine and just pulling oh like random facts out of their ass I don't know what's true I just know that they're really dumb arguments that for some reason I am fascinated by like watching people argue about like whether or not Jesus actually made wine out of wine now I, I, have, I have two stories off the, okay. off the back of that first of all alcohol is I mean if, if alcohol didn't exist we'd we wouldn't exist now. I, 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 that's yeah. a bold statement. I don't know if that's true, but I think that, like, you know, if you go back more than 50 years ago, which is a stretch, if you go back more than 100 years ago, not, none of the water you're drinking is clean or safe, right? Yeah. So exactly. what you're drinking is alcoholic beverages because they're fermented and they have less bacteria. That's yeah. just that's just a fact. So when you're drinking alcohol in ancient times, they're safer because the water's not clean, first of all. Second of all, that reminds me of a story where... Um, my dad is an interesting man, and he's hard to—he's <laughs> hard to explain. Um, I, the the best way I can explain it is, he is like my dad behaves like you would imagine a grandpa to behave. He is—he is one of the most old-fashioned people I've ever met, and and this story will probably illustrate that. When I when I transitioned through a little process that society likes to call puberty, my dad taught me how to shave. And he told me, he's like, I expect you to, like, shave every morning. I, I don't ever want to see you with a beard. Because that's, like, because back when he grew up, anyone who had a beard was an anarchist or a communist. <laughs> so he's like, I, I, he's like you, need to, you need to be clean shaven. Um, and it's funny now because I have a beard, and I've had a beard for, like, the last two years. But when he said that, I said, Dad, Jesus had a beard. And he, and he was that that just really flustered him. He had no response to that. <laughs> and uh, I, I remember him just being extremely upset by what I like. He just I've never seen him. At, it's more of a loss for words than when I when he's like, I expect you to be clean shaven and present yourself well. And then I said, Jesus had a beard and he just kind of like just be completely derailed it was one of the funniest things i've ever had one of the funniest interactions i've ever had with my dad and i, I think on it very fondly and it, you know he's just he's prone to just saying things that he doesn't really mean and he's never once been like so when are you gonna shave the like i you know i clean i keep my beard very clean very tight it's professional so I, he doesn't yeah. have an issue with it but it in that moment when i was like 14 or 15 or whatever i think on that pretty much anytime anyone mentions shaving i think about that moment, that moment where I I, uh, I caught him. I really got him there. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, excuse. Me. Hey, yeah. Can I can I get that? Uh, what IPAs do you have on top? Oh no, on top. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take. Yeah, that one. Okay. Can I get a Love Street too? Sorry. Yeah. Thanks. And it's funny now because my brother now has um, he he grows his hair a lot longer than I do, which is mm-hmm. of course another thing that's obviously going to trigger my dad. <laughs> I'm, I, and I'm wondering how the conversations have gone with that. 
<laughs> Paul, have you ever... I'm trying to picture you with long hair. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I'm looking at you right now. If, if I'm like maybe staring a little bit too intently, but... Oh man, I I'm actually going legitimately going to pull up my a picture on my phone because I I want to show this to you just really quick. So. I I cannot express how excited I am to see this. Is um, it gonna be with you with like an emo like I'm gonna raw XD at your girl type haircut? I I hope so. So I mean, badly. All right, I, I'm pointing it up. I, I think you should be able to see it now. Uh, so this this was me as a freshman in high school and. I, I, I was right, by the way. That is absolutely a Rar Your Girl XD haircut. <laughs> that I had what people would refer to in my time as a Justin Bieber haircut, which for absolutely. some reason bothered me. In fact, you know, that's it such a funny... <laughs> that's something funny to me a little bit, is that as like a, what was that, 15-year-old, people would like tell me like, oh, you look like Justin Bieber. And that would bother me because I guess in our heads we were like, oh, Justin Bieber's like a kid, like, ew. And he was like older than us. Like, I think he's like at least a couple years older than me. It's well, like I'm a year older than you, so watch it. I'm, he's only a year older than I. I have no idea. He's, he's almost my I mean, age. But I, I was about to say, he's very close to our age. It's just funny to me that we would like see this kid on the news or like on what, whatever you call it. the me- Where are celebrities? The media? The, the internet barely existed back then. Uh, but yeah, 2009. Yeah, <laughs> we would like barely see them, and then, <clears throat> or <laughs> like we would see them and be like, "Ew!" Like that. Look at that little kid with his weird haircut. It's like I like he's my age. He, he could be <laughs> staying here, and I would be the little kid, and I have arguably a much weirder haircut as you're seeing from this picture. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you don't have a stylist. Yeah, I mean, I mean. I, I'll tell you. Here's the worst part about what you're seeing in this picture, Zach. Uh, is that? Tell me. The, yeah. Tell me the worst part. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, first of all, you can see that I'm. You could, like, <laughs> compared to what I weigh now, you could fit two of that version of Paul in me. Uh, <laughs> and second of all, um, maybe not quite. I'm not like. Not like. <laughs> Over 300. Pounds, I'm the weight but. of two middle schoolers. <laughs> um, but, like, two things. First of all, for some reason, I just had it in my head that if my hair was long on the top, it should be long on the side. So, what you're seeing is, like, just a mop of hair. Cu- you can't even see my ears. Right. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. And the other part is, I hadn't discovered what, like, hair product was. Right. And so well, also I mean, it took seeing... me until I was probably 19 to figure that out. 19 or 20. Oh yeah, I, I like barely <laughs> figured. I, I that's a game changer for a man when he it is. Like I feel like that's a, a legitimate crossover from like boyhood to manhood is when you discover you should be putting something in your hair to like put it in the like like the style you want. That and when your um, dad tells you not to shave. Yes, those those. Two oh, sorry, two shave. Explicitly yeah, yeah, yeah. two shave. No, I don't want to. I don't. So I don't want to. I want to hear the rest of your story. I have to ask. No. Okay. Um, what What is your today? I'm not talking Justin Bieber, Paul. I'm talking today. Your go-to hair product. Okay, I've got two of them. Oh, okay. All right. Whoa. All right. <laughs> um, the main one that I use day to day is a um, what's it called? It's American Crew, and it's called Fiber. It's in like a little like uh, sky blue colored thing uh, like like cylinder um, 
And that is so, a wow, okay. All right. That is a low shine, uh, stronghold uh, hair product. You don't want uh, the high shine. I, it's yeah. not. It's not 1999 anymore. The, and this isn't like the 50s where we're like greasers, like putting With mousse in our hair, like the Crisco. Yeah. Like because back then, like the only way you could put something in your hair. And is I, I to like make wearing it shine. that to like work. Who, who is or going to be like who, outdoors? It's windy or something because it, it really holds right. it in place. Right. Uh, no, you're but, right. But you're right. Uh, it's it's a little bit uh, a strong. And like it, it, it's a little bit. I, I, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like, I, like it, it, my hair isn't very soft once it's in my hair. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Okay. It's um, like, uh, that's what I'm trying. So to say. okay, lack of better word, crusty. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. Um, it doesn't look crusty, but like if you were to like touch my hair, it's like oh, like it's I don't know. But then I have another one that I use. It's a Paul Mitchell Tea Tree Shaping Cream, uh, and that is. It's a pretty strong hold, but Sorry, it's wait, main... Sorry, wait, a shaping cream or a shaving cream? Shaping cream, okay, I that think is what it's called. More sense, okay. Uh, it's the full title. It's like tea tree something. Uh, and that is a much... It's less of a hold, and so, like, if I'm, like, going to be outside, I don't really like to wear that because, like, wind will just destroy my hair. Or, like, I may not wear that to work, but, like, if I'm either at home and I just want, like... It's just, like, almost a little bit more comfortable that it's just, like, it'll keep, like, my hair, like, up and, like, not, like, going down into my eyes or something. Not that it's quite long enough to do that currently. But but then also, if I uh, expect someone to touch my hair, I will use that one. <laughs> you don't want them to – you don't want somebody to run their hands through your hair when you're making out and then go, God, it's so crusty, though. That's so crusty. <laughs> I mean – if they if they told me my hair if someone if I was kissing someone and they paused and said your hair is crusty I think I would just leave <laughs> like I, I would uh, I would cry I would I would cry <laughs> right there I would just I would, I would it would let it all out it, I'd break down <laughs> but yeah so th- those are the two those are my two go tos um, but uh, but yeah what what do you use Zach I use uh, exclusively pretty much every day and the only thing that the changes is the amount that I use. So I'll ah. use, you know, if you're, t- you're talking about like, That's a good if point. it's especially windy or if it's like a really formal occasion, I'll use more. If it's just a day-to-day going that to work, sense, yeah, I'll yeah. use less. Um, I use uh, Old Spice Pomade. Ah, which... Okay. I did realize that's how it was pronounced until like last year, literally. Pa- how, did, how did you pronounce it? P-O-M-A-D-E. I thought it was pronounced pomade because that's how... <laughs> anyone should pronounce it it sounds so much better that is a hundred percent without a doubt a better way to pronounce pomade it's just oh, yeah. sound, it's sound, it, when you say pom, it feels like cotton in your mouth pomade just rolls off the tongue so much better i don't know why it you'd think it'd be like french or something right because it's a, a i don't know a hair product i don't i don't know anything about hair products or the french but it just feels natural it feels right that it's pomade not pomade but yeah, I use a Old Spice pomade, which um, is supposed to be it's it, it's what, what like a matte finish. It's supposed to shiny. Yeah. It's not like hair gel, and it's yeah. got a medium hold, which okay. is, is enough for me. Especially if I use a lot for yeah, it'll yeah. it's good enough, right? I've never had a, a situation where it's not enough because I, yeah. I I want it to look like I've got nothing in my hair. That's ideal, that, right? I mean that that really is the goal, like. And that's why I don't understand the the, the track, like why people would choose shiny. Yeah, is because for me, 
I want my hair to look great, but never look like I actually have anything in my hair. Like that's always the goal. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, so Zach, I have a question for you. Yeah. So, two, two part. Um, first of all, was there a moment where you actually decided which direction your hair would go? And if so, what like how did you decide that originally? Like left or right? And then, like, like, like I'm, you, you know, what I'm talking about. Like, oh, like literal direction. Like, like literal direction. Like which parting left or parting right. Uh, and then also, is how did you decide on your first, uh, like, whatever you you originally used for hair product? Like, how did you decide on it? Okay. Um, the first question is much much harder than the second. I don't think I have an answer for the first question. I've gotten the same. I, my haircut looks like I'm a, like a Lego, a generic Lego character. You just like snap the mm. generic white man haircut onto a Lego <laughs> minifig, and that's what my haircut looks like. And that's what it's looked like ever since I could grow hair. Um, <laughs> I've had the same exact haircut for my entire life. Um, it works. It works okay. I'm. I'm not. The pro, the thing is, is I'm not willing to pay more for a more stylish haircut, and it it works good enough, right? So I yeah. I can't. I can never point to a specific time where I decided that it, this is the way I was going to sweep my hair. And in fact, uh, there have been times. Not. I'd say maybe five percent of my life, I've just randomly woken up and decided to go the opposite direction, just just for fun. Hmm. So I'm not 100% set in stone on, on the direction. Um, do, do you do it to the right? Like your right? I go from my right to my left. Oh, that's that's the direction I go as well. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm interested. Like, you should do some statistics. I'm interested to see what the average man does. I, I, I legitimately think that 90% of men go from the left to the right. Like you the think hair so? lays on the right. I, I, almost everyone I know goes to the right. I, that's something um, I've never noticed. To me, it would seem like, without ever noticing on anybody else, you'd think that they would go from right to left like us because most people are right-handed, so they're just going to naturally yeah. sweep with their right yeah, yeah. hand, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I, I'm only basing this off of, like, every once in a while, for some reason, I'll be fixated on, like, I'll like see a celebrity and be like, which way does he do it? Or, like, with my friends also, like, they all do it to the right, I think. But I'm, you're right. Like, in, in my mind, it's easier to move your hair using your right hand from right to left so that makes more sense to me that, that's probably just why that's the way it is it's just natural mm. um, your second question what uh, was over like what? when did you decide you are going to use a hair product yeah um, when I was a sophomore or a freshman one or the other at A&M people kept okay. telling me that I looked like Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec <laughs> so um, I got a bunch of stuff i got like a fake mustache and stuff to be him for halloween one year mm-hmm. which by the way my costume was fantastic it's the best halloween costume i've ever had i look exactly oh, like i believe it, it. <laughs> um but as part of the costume i picked up some of this old my old spice pomade from the <laughs> store because i had never had a hair product before in my entire life and i needed something that would make my hair rigid because he has a very distinct like comb over style of hair cut mm-hmm. that I needed to emulate and uh, I didn't realize at the time that I thought every single hair product that you could buy was like gel. It would make your hair shiny yeah, and crusty. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's what the case was. So this stuff was kind of a game changer. So once I got this stuff and I tried it on for the Halloween costume I was like, oh man, this stuff is pretty great. So then I would start using it like once every few months if I had um, 
like somewhere I was where I was going to try to impress a girl or something. But but yeah. I, I I never used it regularly. And I've had an on and off relationship where there'd be times where there'll be a period of like a year where I'll wear it every day, and there'll be a period of a year where I'll, once again I'll only wear it for special occasions. But now I think I'm as of the like last year or two, I think I'm firmly into the camp of I'm wearing it every single day, and and. and you know, every single day I expect to leave the house or whatever. But um, if I'm if it's a normal work day, I'm I'm using a little bit. If it's if I'm in somebody's wedding, I'm getting a whole handful. You know? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> so, I mean, as you could probably guess, I asked because I have my own answers to that. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm curious <laughs> now. I want you to lay it on me. So, as far as the direction, it's almost funny to me that at some, I have a very vivid memory of. So, so my mom worked at the school I went to for like elementary and middle school yeah. she, she, she didn't start working there until I was like in middle school um, and so like after school I would just like go to her classroom while she like fish stuff up and just like watch in a lot of cases like music videos which is almost the funniest thing to me it was through like <laughs> yahoo.com's like music videos that they would have yeah. that is like such a, like an early 2000s thing or mid 2000s whatever and and there's a band that I really liked at the time called Reliant K. I don't know if you've heard of them. I'm going to guess the you most, have heard of them, Zach. That is the most childhood Paul band I could think of. <laughs> and, I mean, part of the reason was like, <laughs> I grew up in a situation where I was like... And granted, I actually still do like that band a lot. But part of the reason I liked them so much at the time is that like my parents were pretty strict on what I could listen to. Yeah. And that was a band that was like technically Christian but like still like a cool band mm-hmm. and so boy I was all about that like it was like one of the coolest bands I felt like I was I was such a rule follower I like wasn't even trying to listen to like oh, secular God, me too. music yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so like that, that I, I was like this was like a way for me to follow the rules but it was still like a cool band um, and I, I remember being in a in my mom's classroom watching the music video for a song called Be My Escape uh, from the album mm-hmm, by Reliant K, and uh, the lead singer <laughs> Matthew Thiessen had oh his hair God, going you are a super to the fan. left. <laughs> and I, I looked at that and I said, "That looks cool. Maybe that's what everybody does." And so I decided at, in that moment, I'm going to do my hair to the left. And the reason I'm so aware of the fact that most people do their hair to the right is that I was convinced that everyone did it to the left, but that I kept on seeing so much evidence to the contrary because <laughs> everyone else did it to the right. But I was like, well, well, if Matthew Thiessen does it to the left, then it must be cool. And so I just stuck with it. And that's to this day, I mean, at this point, it's like my hair is almost cut with the expectation that's going to the left. So I'm almost afraid if I tried to do it to the right, it would... I don't know. I, I maybe the world would end. I don't even know. I'm just Paul. Give it a try. I'm world. telling you, give it a try. L- live <laughs> a little bit. I might. I will. I don't even know what I do with myself. Do I? I don't even know how to put my left hand through my hair. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll, we'll figure it out. But that's like the only reason I do my hair to the left is for, is because of that. I just found uh, evidence that. No, go ahead. Sorry. I, was tra- I, no. I got a picture on my phone. I want to show you. But first. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm ready to see whenever you have it. But I'm going to move on now to the uh, the hair product question. Yeah, yeah. Which in this case is, at some point in late high school, I became aware of the fact that I was injuring my... Oh, I, I was injuring my neck 
because without using product with my hair that long, I had to flick my neck to the side constantly to get my hair out of my eyes. And so I was just flipping my hair with my neck. I, I have neck problems to this day, and I suspect that it's still because I like tried to get my hair out of my eyes back in the day. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it might not be, but like it might be though. I, I, I like to I believe it. Uh, and and then. So I was a really big fan of the sh- of the TV show Psych. Are you familiar with that, Zach? I've never seen it, but I know of it. Yeah. Okay. It's it's like a he's like a psychic t- detective. It's a really cheesy but funny and cool show. I loved it as a high school. Um, and I watched this interview with the main character, and they were just rapid firing questions. And they asked him what hair product he used, <laughs> and he said he used uh, the Axe messy hair like look. Yep. It was like, uh, and I was like, I was like, oh, I should try that. And it was the first thing I ever bought and actually used was like the X messy look. Uh, it's a, a, like a hair pomade. Um, <laughs> so that's I, I've si- I mean, I'm sure that stuff would still work. It's very similar to what I use now. I think I just have some sort of internalized aversion to Axe as a product. Rightfully so, because <laughs> I associate it with middle schoolers and high schoolers trying to be cool. When was the last uh, time that you bought an Axe product? It's probably going to be middle school or high school, right? I think high school. Yeah, just, um, I mean, that's a justifiable stereotype. I don't know what yeah. the psych guy was thinking. He's way too old for that. <laughs> I know, but it, maybe it was literally paid product placement because it, it worked for me. I was Very like, possible. I'm going to go out and buy that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that's how I chose that, which I just think it's, it's funny to me looking back knowing that there are very identifiable moments that I chose, like how I chose to do things with my hair. Apparently, when I was younger, based on the the celebrities in my life that I liked. <laughs> I don't think I could name a single celebrity as, until I turned just like in general? 21. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You didn't even say the 21 part. You just said, I don't think I could name a single celebrity, and then you just left it hanging the air. For uh, no, I could now. I could. Uh, watch me, watch <laughs> me go. Uh, Beyonce. Oh wow, uh, that's that's a really niche one right there. Yeah, a lot of people are kind of underground. Um, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> and oddly enough, that's the extent of my Bill Clinton. <laughs> no, check. Okay, check this out. Apparently, um, apparently there was a time where I did not sweep my. I didn't sweep my hair in any direction at all. I have this picture of myself from, uh, this was my, I think this was my eighth grade basketball tournament when I won, we won the tournament or something. I don't know why I got the whole, (laughs) you like that? (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) I'm sorry. sorry. I feel like I'm laughing like a little bit too hard. No, no, no. I get it. I mean, whatever. I, I don't. I don't know why I was the one to hold the trophy. I was certainly not the star player. <laughs> but my uniform was about ten sizes too big. And as you I can, can see, I, look, look at it. As you can see in this picture, <laughs> my hair is like a straight comb down. There's no angle. There is no angle but ninety degrees in that haircut. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing except for gravity doing what it wants with your hair. <laughs> There's not a hair product in sight. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I love that a lot. <laughs> this is such a funny, and I love that. Like, I got sent this. The reason I have this photo, this is, um, I believe. Let me go. Let me back out of the album real quick. 
I think this is yeah, this is the second photo I have saved on this phone. This photo is like four. I saved this photo like four years ago because somebody sent it to me. They took a, a picture of a picture they had a, on their computer, and they cropped that like because it zoomed in on me. They cropped everyone else out, and that's why it's so grainy. It looks terrible. I wish I had the full picture, but. It's just me holding this tournament trophy, even though I was without a doubt the worst player on the entire team. I don't know why I was allowed to do that. It's so funny, though. How's your beer treatment like? Pretty good. I'm about ready for another. I'm not quite ready. I've got a little bit more, but I mean, obviously, go ahead and order more. I don't know. Maybe I should take it slow. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. Never. <laughs> Never. Uh, man. I'm... You know what's funny is that, like, I feel like I'm the slowest beer drinker in any group. But that, like, it's not that I drink the least when I'm in a group. Because, <laughs> frankly, that, it's usually the opposite. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> but for some reason, I am just significantly slower. Like, I'm... For example, I am slower than my parents at drinking beers. I will be drinking with my family. And, and, and for context, my parents only drink, like, if they're going to drink, they're the type of, like, two is, like, probably their maximum that they're ever going to have. They, like, they, are the, they are the parents that force you to exclusively listen to Reliant K, so <laughs> that checks true. out. <laughs> yes, but, like, if I'm drinking a beer with my dad, even though I'm the one who could knock back several more than him without, like, blinking an eye at it, he will beat me to finish each beer that we are drinking. Sounds like your dad's <laughs> just a badass. Sounds like he's just cool <laughs> as hell. Invite your dad out here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, hey, let's get a barstool for your dad. I mean, as badass as he may be, it's, it's, it's after 8.30 p.m., so my parents are probably in bed. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mine too. I, the, I always like a place like this because um, I'm a big fan of like the, the, this place has like darts and pool and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of, of games. I don't want to do one right now because I've had too much to drink, or maybe <laughs> I haven't had enough. I can never tell. It's, I'm usually either very good or very bad. Anyway, um, <laughs> we got a good spot here. You might as well keep it. But I'm curious your take on darts slash pool at a bar and how likely you are to play and when you do play. Uh, how well that you do hmm. so I actually don't know that I've ever played darts at a bar um, so at some point we should try that out I've, I've played it like if someone has it at their house I'm always down to try that because that's a fun thing to just try out Yeah. Um, but with pool I, I'm always eager I, I always have if I see that there's a pool table at a bar it is itching in the back of my brain like Man, that looks really fucking fun to play. But I'm never, ever going to suggest it until someone else says it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. But, like, in the back of my mind, it is just hovering there. Like, I, I would I would freaking love to play some pool right now. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, but um, and in terms of how well I'm going to do at pool... I'm going to do shockingly well in the first game to where people think that I hustled them because they're going to ask how good I am. And I'm going to truthfully say, I'm like, I'm not that good. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to 
probably win the first game by a significant amount, and people are gonna like. Be that like, is a bold you, take. <laughs> like they're like, you just lied to me. You said you weren't good, and then we're gonna keep playing. And I'm gonna do terrible the rest. Of what? The so why is it that the first game is always really good? I don't know. I'm the same with like bowling. Like I go bowling. I mean, I haven't been in a few years, but before a few years ago, probably like once a year I'd go bowling. And it's one of those things where it's like the first game, I'd probably get like four strikes and be like, like oh, like I'm kind of good at this. But the problem with that is then I, I set expectations for my own skill level too high. Yeah. And then for the rest of the evening, as I do significantly <laughs> like poor attempts at bowling or poor whatever it is, I... I've, I'm only disappointing myself because I, I, I start off strong and I do... I, I don't know why. It's just for some reason with, like, group games like that, like, that I have some weird beginner's luck every time I re-enter, like, c competing in it, and then it quickly fades away. <laughs> it leads me just feeling disappointed. For me, I've found that with any activity, no matter what it is or how important it is, there's a perfect balance between trying too hard and not trying too hard. Oh, yeah. And pool is no exception. So, like, I have to... I've, I've got to... So, first of all, I used to be really, really, really bad at pool. And I'm now I'm just, like, one really bad. Not four reallys on the bad. But, yeah. um... Like, I used to go up and I used to literally miss the cue ball with the pool cue. I would just whiff. <laughs> Um, so bad. Uh, so y y I have to find the balance between like I I can't just walk up and just like immediately step up and not set my feet and try to hit the ball. But if I walk up and then I'm like, okay, I gotta think about where this ball is gonna go and it's gonna hit that ball and if it goes this way, I can't do that or else I'm gonna do just as bad. I gotta walk up, mm -hmm. set my feet, hit it, walk away. That's the only way to do it. And and with that strategy, I'm now I'm now good enough to where I'm not in an embarrassment. And I can win a game or two here and there, which is good enough for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darts is just a complete crapshoot. I just throw it and I hope it goes where it needs to go. I have so <laughs> much fun playing it, and I usually hit the board. If I get drunk, <laughs> this is the worst perspective. But if I get drunk enough, I usually do better the the harder I throw the dart. So we'll get to a point where it's like one in the morning, and I'm just like fastballing it down the lane. I'm just like winding, I'm doing a full windup and belting it and burying it and like tip deep into the into the board. And at that point, I'm 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 doing all right. But um, usually, the harder I throw it, the better I do, which is I guess okay. It's better than throwing it harder and doing worse, I guess. But yeah. it's not the ideal, <laughs> the ideal case. And either <laughs> either way, though, even though I have such a like, I'm I never win. I have so much fun with both of those activities. If a bar has one, one, one or both, uh, it's usually I'm going to make my move there at some point in the night. You know what's kind of funny? Something I've never thought about but it's crossed my mind right now is that not many households in Texas have a pool table or like an air hockey table or something because like where the hell are you going to put it? Are you going to have... Are you going to be a full-ass adult and have a pool, like a billiards room? Like, who are you? But, uh, so, so almost all my cousins live in the northern United States, like either Michigan or Indiana. In nearly every single one of my, like the families in my extended family have a billiards table 
You've heard of the billiards, yes? Mm. The, the gentleman's game. But, and the weird thing ab- <laughs> The weird thing about it though is that it's because they all have basements up north. And so yeah, like seriously, what the yeah. hell else are you gonna do with a basement besides put a pool table in? And I'm kind of jealous of that because in Texas, I mean, I'm under the impression we have like our soil is just really shitty or something, or full of rocks or something, so it's like hard to build basements. I don't think it's. But a, so, I don't know if it's because it's difficult to build a basement. It's just that you don't need them in, in the south. But I guess. But go off, King. <laughs> but <laughs> but like everyone has a basement. Like you could have a tiny house, but you have a your house size is doubled because you have a basement the size of your house below ground. Yeah. Like, if you live in Michigan. Like, everyone I know there has a basement. And, um, naturally, there's, like, nothing else to do. Like, it's, like, their hangout area, and they all have pool tables. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I associate pool with, like, being in the Midwest of the United States. Which I kind of do, too. Actually. <laughs> and so, yeah, and so it's just... It's funny to me that I, I don't think I know, like, anyone who has a pool table, like, in their home in Texas, but every every single person I know who lives in, like, Michigan or Indiana has, like, a pool table, a hockey table, like, all these, ra- like, a darts board, like, all these random things, because, like, what else are you going to do with your basement? Yeah, it's just a playpen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so unfair, too, when you play once against one of these Yankee assholes, because they're always so good. <laughs> It's like, well, how are you so good? Just... You know what? You know, you know how I get good, good at pool. It's every three months I go out with some friends and I pay ten dollars to play pool. Meanwhile, <laughs> you spent the first fifteen years of your life playing pool <laughs> twice a night with your dad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I hate that. I, I <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> but it's fun. I mean, I have a good time either way. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But that's that's a good point. That like, weird. I, I, I if there's like a world, like pool billiards tournament playing on ESPN right now, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, no one in this tournament is from the south. None of them. <laughs> Not one person. Yeah, because it's only the people who live up north who have basements where it's too cold to go outside. And they've been playing pool their entire lives from this moment. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 it's, it's bull. Honestly, it's bullshit. I, I don't like, whenever, because no one will tell you that, right? No, whenever you're like, hey, you want to play around? Nobody <laughs> says like, yeah, sure. I love. I used to love playing pool with my uncle every day of my life when I was growing up in Michigan. <laughs> They're always like, you always like, yeah, yeah, I got. It's been a while, and then they they yeah. completely kick your ass left and right, and you're like, what the hell was that? Like, oh yeah, no, sorry, I, uh, I'm probably the best person in this state. Yeah, so I play. I, I played every day of my entire life. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, Zach, I gotta be honest. Uh, I've been I've been down in this wine and this beer. I've got to go pee. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you here at the bar. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Hey, what do you uh, what do you want next? What do you want? What do you want to drink? Um, you know, I kind of wa- <sighs> I'm kind of feeling some sort of seltzer, like a white claw or something. Have like you had lines. the? Um, have you had the deep Ellum? blind lemon seltzer no but i love seltzer okay so i i want that i'm gonna hook you up because this this um uh, i i'm not like I, I, i'm gonna let you go pee but i gotta say this first um okay. i like seltzer i'm not i'm not dogging on seltzer I, a lot of people do but i like it 
the deep elm seltzer is so good it's, i think it's called blind lemon um and it, it's it is it's phenomenal if you can catch a place that has it i think this place does it is so okay. good so i'm gonna i'll order you one of those thanks yeah i appreciate it. I'll, I'll be right back sure Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, can I do? I'll do another uh, Love Street, and then uh, can he get a? Uh, you just have the Deep Ellum Blind Lemon Seltzer. Yeah, he'll do one of those, and then I'll do the I'll do the Carbach Love Street, and you can put his on my tab. Thanks. I got you. Uh, I got you that silk. They have it here, so. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Oh, oh, here it is. Sweet. Thank you. Open that right up. Sweet. I'm excited to try this. It's good, man. <clears throat> mm, that is really good. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah, it's. I, there's something about. It. I don't know, mate. I don't know if a, par- a lot of it's probably brand recognition. It's just, oh, it's like a local brewed seltzer. It's not one of the big corporation White Claws. No, it's whatever it is, it's, it's my favorite seltzer. I just don't get it that often because a lot of places don't have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan. Here's, here's my one complaint about this seltzer fad. I like the seltzer fad because, like, I'm a big fan. First, I mean, I like. I, I feel like it's basically like alcoholic LaCroix is what all of these are. <laughs> yeah, and, basically, yeah. And my one complaint is most of them are, are zero grams of sugar. And I'm kind of like, you know, this would probably be good as shit if you just make it like two grams of sugar. And no one would like really complain if it's just two <laughs> grams of sugar. Like, they're all good, but I feel like they could be great if they were just like fuck it, we're putting in some sugar. Like, just, like, two grams. Like, give me just, like, a couple grams. Yeah, right. Just, come on, come on. Like, are you, like, jonesing for some sugar? Do you have an addiction? <laughs> like, come on, come on, man. Just uh, just a couple grams. That's all I need. Just get me going. I mean, I mean you, you know the only people who, like, consistently measure grams are druggies. So that that's probably, like, why <laughs> How uh, much for a gram <laughs> of sugar? <laughs> it's like, oh, like, 50 cents for, like, three pounds. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is good stuff. Yeah, I told you. Mm. So wait, so that was the end of your thought as you were just talking about how they could, they really ought to take the sugar hit and just bump up the flavor. <laughs> the 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 gain you're saying the gain that they get in flavor from the two grams of sugar is well worth the additional health effects. I mean, that's what I'm... Uh, so here's the thing. I mean, if you think about it, if you got, like, a can of soda, that bad boy's got, like, 40 or 50 grams of sugar. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's a lot. And all I'm saying is, if if five, if drinking five White Claws were to give me 10 grams of sugar, I'm not going to be upset. And I, I'm no culinary expert. I'm not some mixologist who knows 
everything that's going on with making craft seltzers. Okay. But I just have the sneaking suspicion that if they were just willing to put a couple grams of sugar, that it would like make these like really good. That that's that's all I'm saying. Okay, I I can get behind <laughs> that. Yeah, sure. Because because currently it's like oh, there's like a hint of flavor in here, and like it's nice that it's like this is a low calorie, no sugar. Um, like way to consume alcohol and I appreciate that I legitimately do it's like the same way that's like I enjoy a little LaCroix because like oh here's a little hint of oh that's a little hint of raspberry that, that's nice like it's, <laughs> it's like it's, it's, it's just a little hint enough to <laughs> to make you frustrated you're not getting I mean, like the real thing <laughs> let, let me let me hit you with this one though let me hit you with this okay. is there are so many alcoholic beverages if your goal is to have something that tastes good you have a million better options. The goal with drinking That's seltzer fair. is be- is exclusively the entire reason to drink a seltzer, no matter what, is because it's better for you. So you might as well have uh, the fair point. the best possible situation for your health, and not have it taste good. like. There's no reason why you're asking for for a little bit of both here, and I think that's kind of unfair. You're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm just saying. <laughs> For me personally, because <laughs> I, I like I care about my health, but like I kind of don't. You and so I want a drink. I want a drink that reflects that hesitation that I'm not like all in on caring about my health. <laughs> you should ask for next time you order a seltzer, whenever you order one, and I don't order it for you. You should ask for a like a pack of sugar, like it's a coffee, <laughs> and then you could like, just unload a pack of sugar in your seltzer, like some sort of complete lunatic. Just a real can get, degenerate. Can I get a mango white claw uh, cream and sugar, please? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like vanilla creamer is great. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Do you guys have the hazelnut creamer? Imagine? Please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's fantastic. Hey, you know what? I'm. Uh, I said I, I said I wouldn't do this, but I I got it. It's time. You want to go play some pool? We got. I I really got to. Let's yeah. Let's do it. I, I'm gonna. It's time. Yeah. Let's go.